The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, like I mentioned already, we're going to do this suffusion with the Divine Abidings chant, which is bringing to mind these four emotions of loving kindness, compassion, gladness, or appreciative joy, and equanimity. So, uh, you can find it on page 28, and it's there in the chat for those of you online. Let's go ahead and do that together. And if you don't want to chant, you could just listen to the words, let them have their effect. Now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide, pervading one quarter, without mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. I will abide pervading one order with a mind imbued with compassion likewise the second likewise the third likewise the fourth so above and below around and everywhere and to all as to myself I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with madness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere. And to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with gladness, abundance, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading 
one border, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. And taking a moment, settling back into a posture that feels good enough for our sitting time. Of course, as you probably already know, the posture will never, likely at least, never be perfect. Just needs to be good enough so that we can support this intention to be clear, to be awake, to be interested, and also at the same time to support our intention to be relaxed and soft and at ease, putting down any habits of being tight, being defensive, being armored, just as best you can. Actually, even this reflection alone is quite powerful. All day long, actually, whether we're sitting like we are now or doing the business of our lives, but just interested in that balance between being alert, awake, and being relaxed at the same time. And to sense how the alertness supports the relaxation and how the relaxation supports the alertness. So we don't wrongly think of them as being opposites, or I can be alert, or I can be relaxed, but I can't really do both at the same time. So we want to explore whether that's true. And part of it is we're getting wiser about what it means to be relaxed. Relaxed doesn't mean being dull or sleepy. It means releasing what can be released, what isn't helpful. Any tension that's not serving a purpose then can release. And it's really about this ongoing valuing of relaxation, of softening, releasing. It can't be just one moment of valuing relaxation. So in a way, we're keeping it in mind, this value of being soft and released, 
not holding what isn't needed. Almost like an ongoing shedding of what's extra, both on a mental, emotional level, but also on this basic physical level. Just exploring that ongoing valuing of being soft, being released, being at ease with the conditions as they are. And this releasing, this relaxing, it's really for its own sake because we value the relaxation, the softening in and of itself. And we're not afraid of any tension, any reactivity, any restlessness that might remain, because that would be unnecessary tension to not like the tension that remains. We just keep releasing what can be released, softening what can be softened, putting down what can be put down, because we value that. Even when moments are quite intense, still it makes sense to put down what isn't helping, what isn't needed in that moment. And you can see how some degree of relaxation really supports the interest, the brightness, the alertness, this other value we're cultivating. Because being awake, being alert, being actually curious doesn't require tension. It requires something more subtle You could call it interest or curiosity, even that simple sense of awe, that sense that there's something here that is worth being open to, worth being aware of, awake to. The present moment is worthy of our attention whether we're just feeling the breath in the body or feeling the sensations of the body sitting or opening to the totality of the present moment. It doesn't really matter. What matters is the present moment is inherently worthy of this balanced and wise presence. It never makes sense to be disconnected or closed off, or shut down. Even if we're really hurting, it's really good to be clear that we're really hurting now, that life is really hard now, because that will help us take care of ourselves in the difficult moments of life. So we want to learn to value this sensitivity this wakefulness, 
this alertness. Just as we want to learn to value relaxation. So you can alternate between those two values. So for a period of time, just remembering that you're valuing relaxation and see how it shifts, how the mind is relating to the present moment, how the mind is relating, for example, to the experience of the body sitting and breathing when you're valuing relaxation. Then after a few minutes, shift and Remember that you're also valuing wakefulness, brightness of mind, curiosity. And see how that affects how you're present with the body, with the breathing, with other experiences that are coming and going. And just see what you learn. You can learn about these two values. Remember that valuing relaxation means exploring this possibility of not tightening up around physical discomfort because we value relaxation. It doesn't actually help to tighten up when you're feeling some pain in the body. There's really only two things that help. One is relaxing and being more intimate with the pain. And the other, if you can't do the first, is to bring your attention to some other experience that you can actually be intimate with. Don't keep turning the attention to the physical pain. So maybe open to the experience of hearing. Or more specifically, feel the breath coming in and going out and let the pain be there, but in the background, almost as if it's more distant because you're paying attention to something else in the present moment.
we have some confidence in the value, valuing relaxation and valuing interest and alertness, then bring them together. So you're just sitting, we're just sitting here, of course feeling the sitting body, feeling the breath, aware of hearing, of course aware of mental activity, but we're putting our attention on not the thinking about relaxation or thinking about interest, but relating to whatever's moving here in our experience with this value of relaxation and interest. So interest is all about that willingness to be sensitive, to allow experience to reveal itself. So it's all about receptivity And relaxation, valuing relaxation, is all about letting go of what's extra, not presuming being a wise human being requires tension. There may be tension, but we don't need to be intentionally tight. So if we notice that we're holding tension, then we can invite that letting go. And maybe it's okay to soften here. Maybe it's okay to let things be. Just explore relaxation and alertness together. Being with the body as it actually is and other, any other predominant experiences that might come and go. We'll continue in silence now.
So what we're learning is this heart of contemplation. It's not so much that we're trying to be relaxed or trying to be interested, because as you can imagine, that doesn't really work very well. 
but we're keeping relaxation, keeping interest in mind, even as we're relating to the present moment, the sitting, the breathing, the hearing sounds, the knowing that there are thoughts coming and going. really working on this level of how the mind is relating to the present moment with relaxation or with tension, with interest or with disinterest. That's how we keep it in mind. For the last five minutes or so, just notice when you feel like there's some nice momentum relating to 
for the conditions of the present moment with relaxation and interest. You can even begin to notice what's not present in the mind, like the absence of craving, the simple absence of struggling, trying to make something happen. So when we talk about peace, real peace, we're really talking about something not being present in the mind, the absence of struggle, the absence of reactivity, the falling away of restlessness, or whatever it might be. So it's good to notice that when that's happening, when there is this absence of difficult states of mind, the absence of agitation. Oh, this is peace. The peace of the mind free of struggling. Oh, feels like this. So noticing this fruit of our practice, it's really an important aspect of wisdom. So however much momentum or however much strength it has for each of us right now, but 
It's good to notice how this heart has the capacity to be both sensitive and at ease. Not afraid of sensitivity, not afraid of feeling what we feel. Capable of, in a sense, being exposed or being vulnerable to what's moving in the body and the mind and still able to sense a quality of ease or calm or peace, even with the exposure that sensitivity brings, feeling what we feel. It's useful to notice how functional this skill is to be able to be both sensitive and at ease. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.